Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, you're about to listen to this week's episode of Sofa Cinema Club. Just before we get started, this is your reminder to go and follow or subscribe to us wherever you are listening to this podcast. All the support is greatly appreciated. Now, it's time to enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith and as always I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepherd, Ben Rossi. Is that what his name is? That's the surname. That's yeah. the surname, yeah. That's Their the... name? Yeah. yeah. I didn't think you were going to go that. You've let me down. Oh, what was he doing? What? The singing music teacher. teacher. You had to, yeah. Why? Why did I have to? It was the music Just teacher called? The pronunciation. Pronounce. <laughs> What, what is it? Pronounce. Oh. Pro- the pronounce. <laughs> What's his name? Let me look at his name in it. Bernard. Bernard or something. Bernard. If you can't pronounce your R's, just call me Mr. V. No, just Ben Rossi. Let me down. The Soap Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together <laughs> to educate each other on films. Now it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the others to watch and then we come into the studio to talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the film. Now the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home, then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought. This week's film is the classic that is Coda and it has been chosen by me. But before we get into talking all things Coda... As always, how's your week been? What have you been up to? But firstly... <laughs> you always do I that. I do now. Like, you ask Why? us a question. You ask a question, like, then you no, go... No, shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, but firstly... Because it's like... my my. I'm just building my part up, aren't yeah. I? It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. What have you got to say? Big part. Well, I don't know if you're aware, Ben. Yeah. But we're going on stage on the there 11th of May. There we, we are. are, yeah. Buy yeah. a ticket. Where are we going on stage? The Lowry. Manchester. We always leave that bit out. Manchester do, Lowry. Yeah. yeah. You've just been saying the Lowry like oh, everyone the... knows what it is. What if the door? Well, it's in Manchester. It's in Manchester. It's in Manchester. It's in Salford. Salford Keys. And we've just heard, haven't we, from, from the ticket fairy. Yeah. How many's left? How many's left? Are you ready for this? Go. Chad Charts for the Lowry. Chad Charts yeah. for the Lowry. I could do that. There are bang on 100 tickets left. Ooh. Out of 105. <laughs> <laughs> so it's us, Henry. <laughs> so. Colson's mum. This is. The note is act quick, I think. I think. So that must be three quarters sold. Over three quarters yeah, sold. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. we're down to the last quarter, basically. Buy yeah. a ticket. Don't miss it. Yeah. Get in now. Um, month it's, away. Month away. So all the yeah. bottom bit is gone, sold, isn't it? So now we're into the tiers. Bit. Yeah, we're into the tiers, which, like, I think Jack said last week, they're almost, like, clumped into almost, like, boxes, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, sections yeah, yeah. of people. They're all good seats. Um, well, there's no pillars. No. It's pillarless. Yeah. So it's a modern theatre. So there's just three pillars on stage. Hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you get to see it wherever you can. Easy watch. If you want to come along, tickets are £20 plus booking fee. They're really easy to get. Simply head on over to thesofacinemaclub.com 
forward slash There's a live. link in the s- socials, isn't there? Or go to the Lowry website. It's yeah. on our bio. It's on our bio. And go to the Lowry website. You can buy a ticket. Yeah. Buy a few. Yeah. Go get them bought. Buy 100. We'll see buy you 100, in there. Buy 100, even if you're <laughs> yeah. coming. Buy 100. One person, buy 100 be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's my admin done. So right. now, as always... How's your week been? What have you been up to? But before we get into that, <laughs> last week, Jack, you told us mm. about there's a rat in my kitchen. What Don't am I going to do? Yeah. Update. He came back. Ratman came back. The rat man or the rat? The rat man. Now, oh, I've okay. not heard a peep. Okay. I've not heard anything. Yeah. yeah. And he came and he says, have you moved the kickboards? Have you had a look? Have you seen yeah. if any of the poison's gone? I went, No. I've not touched it. I've not gone anywhere near it. Because he told me not to, to be fair. Okay. He said, don't bother. And he went, right, okay, well, let's have a look. We had a look. He checked all the little trays where the food is, and he says, not a single bit's been taken. Oh. So he says, they've not been back. They've not taken They've not taken any of it. The tinfoil put them off. Well, he moved all that because he left the hole open. So it was just one lone... Lone so wolf, it, as it were. He says no, because it never is just one lone wolf. Uh, but they've been put off. Whether they've been put off or whether he just came, he saw there was no food, so he's not bothered to come uh, back. We don't know. But he's going to leave it for another week, and then he'll update me, and he'll tell me how I can like fill the hole if I need to. But yeah, no update. Sadly, we've not had... Well, in a way... It's, it's a good not, thing yeah, he's not being back. It's a good but thing. for material for this, sadly. And he didn't bring any pissing honey. I thought, yeah. I do thought you remember? Honey oh, and then as soon as he got, as soon as That's he went, I thought, where's the fucking honey? And do you know, know what he says it to everyone? He says it to everyone. I make honey, I'll bring you some. The beekeeper. Yeah. Never does. Yeah. The beekeeper exterminates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes yeah. to Sainsbury's and takes the label off. That'd be funny, <laughs> wouldn't it? That'd be funny. Ten quid. Yeah. When I was in New Zealand, there was a Manuka honey place. Yeah. That the jar of honey and it was like you know like when you're in a hotel they have the little jam yeah, jars little, one yeah. of those size things and it was over a thousand pounds what would you do though? You I rub don't it, know you can rub it on you can't you and it cures everything is it no I, I think this was to eat yeah you can do that as well much. the company had Emirates bought their honey so if you fly oh, um, you get their honey what's the one above first lounge lounge class what? No. If you, yeah. Like a bed. Yeah. If you that's fly first. in that, that's you, first. you get um, yeah. you, you just get, get a lounge. Imagine you just walked in; it was your lounge. No, I f- well, somebody... you're flying lounge class, but it's your own lounge. You get, you, I think you <laughs> get a seat and pool. a bed. <laughs> pool. A pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the full. Oh, you're in I the... want an Olympic swimming pool. pool. What class are you own pool? I've just remembered one. Now, this didn't happen to me, but this absolutely made me piss the other day. My um, sister's texting me at night saying, something funny's just happened. So I says, what? It's like 10 o'clock at night, and she's at home, and she's going to bed, what not, and when you go to bed, you put your phone on charge, yeah, don't you? She's yeah. remembered, oh, fuck, charger. Yeah. I've not got my charger. Yeah. So she goes downstairs to find it, and it's not there. So she goes, oh... It's in the car. When she's been out, she's had a charger out Should in the car. Should have one charger? I think I've only got one charger. What How do many mean? do you have? You have a lot. You've got a charger at my house. That's how many chargers you've got. Have I got a charger? Yeah. You haven't told me that, have you? You kept it quiet. <laughs> no, I just have one by my bed. Yeah, that's it. That's the only one I've got. And, and then, then I take that one And everywhere. then I have one to travel. Oh, oh. I, I just take that one everywhere. Got uh, one in the kitchen, one in the living you room. You have a lot more than everyone else people. One in the bedroom. Anyway, so it's late at night. She thinks, I need need my charge because I'm going to bed. She goes down. She remembers it's in the car. (laughs) So she gets her car keys. She goes outside. She opens the car door and a fucking cat jumps out. (laughs) (laughs) A fucking cat. cat. No, she doesn't have a cat. A fucking cat jumped out of her car into her face. A cat, meow, like, and she's like, oh, how the fuck has that got in there? The cat's got in. A cat's got in. Oh, shit, I need to, I can't get out. How long's it been in there? She's done, like, the fucking school run at, like, three o'clock. Now it's, like, ten o'clock at night. And now it's jumping out. She thought, and then just pissed off up the street. No idea whose it is, but you would shit it. You would absolutely shit shit it. it. Yeah. You'd shit it. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. It's not her car. Whoa! <laughs> it's not and her. the cat goes, Whoa! They don't own a car. So she, she's she gone out in the dark yeah. to but a car. How's the cat, just got to, in? How's the cat Well, got one in? of the kids. I don't know. Pissing about. I don't know. The kids not put a cat in a car. Well, possibly. <laughs> or when they've all been dicking, I don't know, getting out the car, whatever, and cat's gone in, and then it's one of them, it's one of them, um, you know, like minibus, like with a sliding, yeah. you know, <laughs> one of them with a sliding the transit. door. Yeah. So it's like slid the door shut, and then that's it, you're in there for night. Cat's and then gone. she's opened it at 10 o'clock and fuckers jumped out. I thought, oh, when she told oh, me, that I was, I was howling. You would be frightened. Yeah. I split up a cat fight the other night. Cats are nasty. Bad. Bad. Oh, yeah, they are. I was are. kicking right off. Mm. <laughs> I went out. I went out and I went, hey, you two. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? They stopped and looked at me. I went, stop it. It's late. What are you doing? And this, the bigger one went, <laughs> and they jumped up again. They're quite violent, yeah, aren't they? they? Are, it's yeah. like roll, they get into a like ball. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, it's like. Hannah, my sister, rang me the other day, and I was like, you all right? And she was like, yeah, yeah, just on my way to A&E. I was like, why? And she was like, I've been bitten by a cat, and you've got to go, because they can be nasty. I was like, you what? And she was like, yeah, I got bitten by a cat. What do you mean? You have to have it cleaned out or yeah, something? Yeah, well, I think, is well, it... tetanus? Rabe? Nah, tetanus, She not must rabies. have had a jab, she, She's had a jab, but you still have to go and... Uh, report Because they can get nasty, they can be nasty cat bites. Oh, can they? Yeah. Don't you wear yeah. the old gloves? Don't know. Maybe not as a vet. I'm unsure. A cat bite's unusual. Yeah. Is it? It's well, a cat scratch. It's a bite. cat scratch, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. I, think cat bite. Might, I can't remember if it was a bite or a scratch. Can't Let's remember. go with bite. Shall we? I Let's think go, bite. Yeah, go with cool. bite. Sounds better. What have you been up to, Cole? <laughs> well, a bit like you. Bit of an animal encounter. Yeah. Well, lambing season in it. Uh, so I've had the call. You always make it sound like you're a farmer. I am a farmer. Like you're running a Waitrose what, farm. What, once, it, once a year. It is Waitrose. We sell to Is it? Yeah. We sell. We sell. We sell. I took my mates dinner. I took my mates. And as soon as like you get out of this like village, I went, everything you see now is ours. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> and then I got there and I said to my nana, I was like, when I got past like this road, I went, everything you see is ours. And they were just rolling their eyes at me. Mm. Um, but yeah, so did a bit. I was there for a hot Saturday. I got there late, about two hours late, and only stayed till four o'clock. Not a single lamb was born. <laughs> you got like that one I minute was there. to four and left at four. <laughs> Not a single lamb. How do lamp. they come out? Like full of guns. Can they walk instantly? Yeah. They're big. They, you know the photo when I'm holding one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, you're talking a couple of hours old. Yeah. They're just yeah. straight out. Like a cow. As in they're out and they're ready to go. <laughs> they're out and ready to go hey what were we up to I've just been born sometimes you have to help them out oh do you pull out yeah it's very much like Clarkson's farm but it's it's I suppose me. your sister's bang up she's the home vet yeah she is yeah. perfect mm. but um yeah so I was there ready for my animal encounter you didn't get one missed every missed every birth and then Hannah was like as soon as you'd gone like Two hours after one started, one had given birth just before I was there. How many did you get? I don't know how many you'd have. Normally two, two or three. What a day? Sometimes just one. Oh, what lamb? It, it, yeah. Well, you kind of. It depends how much stock they have, but in the in the course of lambing season, which is about two and a half weeks. Oh, that's when they're all born. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, and that's it. And you have to time it. So last year, um. Matt and Mark, who run the farm, had timed it wrong and they started lambing a weekend earlier than they wanted to mm. and they had to get the entire... They had to basically get this shed, this stable, fit for lambing. So they had to get everything out of it, fill it with hay, put a gate on it, open everything <coughs> up because it was like we started and we, we got... They keep them so indoors. They only, as, they only do it once. They only lamb once. Well, yeah, they only lamb in spring, don't they? That's it. Yeah, yeah. What do they rest the time? That's when you have so lamb, do They're just sheep. Oh, is it? Yeah, spring. They're just sheep. Then they're just sheep, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so my sister's renovating a house just opposite the farm. They're, mm. they're basically yeah. the the farm cottage, which yeah. is the other side of the road from the farm, they're renovating. My mate's an architect, so he was there looking at stuff with them. Yeah. Hannah and Matt are there. Hannah's phone rings, she answers, and then she goes, Matt, cattle. And Matt just runs. He's got. He's still got his wellies on, and he just runs up this road, jumps this fence, and goes mental. And I was like, Hannah, what does that mean? She goes, 
They've got the out. cattle have escaped. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, so I start laughing. And Anna went, don't laugh, don't laugh. Last time it was really bad. The police had to come. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? She went, they got as far as the village. They got as far as the village. And the kids had finished school and were that scared, they were standing on top of the bus stop. Because the cattle. Because the Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They just walk on, do they? Yeah. They just, well, they just, they just How go. How do they escape? Well, open the gate, do they? Isn't it behind jump the gate? Jump the gate, jump the fence. Come on, lads, what are we up to? We're getting out. Yeah. Du, 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 du. The Great Escape. Obviously, Oops. they were all back in. Oh, all the he got there for. quick enough. Yeah. Well, this was the thing. So they ran, and I was like, shall I go and help? And Hannah was like, yeah, but don't get in the way. I was like, oh, okay, okay. So ran up to the house, but I had my Yeezys on. So I had to oh. change out of them into my trainers to get mucky. And by the time I changed into <laughs> my trainers... They were all back in. They were back in brewing up. <laughs> I'm ready, lads. I've changed my trainers. I was like, I'm ready to go. And they were like, we've got them all in now. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> Just like, you'd be no good in it. In it. Yeah, I need to change my trainers. I can't get me easy. I can't yeah. get them Muddy. again. No, They're one of four in the world, <laughs> and they're covered in cow shit. And it is, it is full shit. Like there's a well, lot. Yeah, of it's shit. a farm. Yeah. yeah, around our way, there's loads of farms. You go walking. I see some poop. I tell you what, when I'm walking star, I've got bog standard wellies. Mm. Nothing fancy there. I used to have Dunlops for ages. I've gone one. What up. are your wellies though? The hunter wellies? No, no, no. Just no, 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 green my wellies, wellies just green, green wellies. wellies. <laughs> right. There's no make, £10. Right. Right. Windsor's. You can, yeah, we, Windsor, World's Fishing, not bad, you know, not yeah. bad. But to me, a wellie's a wellie. Yeah, keeps okay. you, keeps you, they're not, they are, the best ones to get aren't the hunters. No. It's a, this French make. Oh, they've yeah. got this. Go. They've got no, no. They're called like Chaminot or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And basically, oh, yeah. they've got they've got they've got, <laughs> they've got like a, a lining in yeah, which yeah. keeps them dry and warm. Want. Anyway, I've got bog standard wellies, but sometimes I see people going out. They've gone out. I tell you what, I'm going to go walking country. Now you start off by the car, don't you? It's dry, but walking anywhere in a field, especially by cows, it's full of shit. shit. Yeah, and it's yeah. full. It, it, well, it yeah. doesn't smell that bad. It's no, a farm. No. But but you see people and they've annihilated their trainers. They've mm. gone out in the converse. Yeah. And then they've gone too far, too deep, and they've yeah. gone, ooh, annihilated. Mm. I'm fine. The £10 well isn't fine. Yeah. Which is why when it got to crisis point and I was but called who turns to action. Up to a farm in Yeezy? No, I'd changed <laughs> them. I'd, che- I'd, I'd, I'd been on the farm and then I'd put my comfy shoes back on. And then it was like emergency, which is why yeah. farmers always wear their boots. They're always ready for They're it. They're always ready. They're always ready. Always yeah. ready. Yeah, no easy boots. Yeah. I bet you could get by those. I'm surprised you didn't have those marshmallow slip-ons. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why I didn't have them on, actually. It's it's a rarity. How's your running going? Good, yeah. A um, couple of blisters, you know. Yeah. Did you see that photo I put on Instagram yesterday? No. Like the blood, the blood oh, from my lovely. sock. Oh, lovely. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Did you not see it? No, I didn't see it. No. It's, it, it, yeah. It takes it out of you. you got a lot of... I had to do 26K yesterday, and I obviously must have probably bled for a good hour but, of it. Well, how many K is a marathon? 42. Oof. Is it? Yeah. Oh, God, so that was half. Yeah, well, a bit more than half. Do you know what? And I'm starting to think now. I'm like, it's a lot. Are you going to be able to do it? I'll be able to do it. How quick I'll do it compared What's the to how time? quick I'm, I don't. Time? I haven't set one. Coulson. I'm not. I'm not saying it. Oh, <laughs> I've oh. not. Is it shit? No. A day? Well, no. I want under three thirty. Yeah. Oh, under three. Right. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. So I'll say under four. It's my first one, isn't it? I yeah. don't know. I don't... <clears throat> under four's good still. Yeah, I'll say under four. Under four's good. Target-wise, whilst I'm young, I want to run a sub-330 marathon, yeah. That's a good pace, is it, do you think? It's quite a good pace, actually. The science says that I should be able to do it in about 122. A marathon. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. That's, That's the world record. <laughs> 122. <laughs> beat Ali Kachumbe. The... 322. 322, that's yeah. fast. Yeah, but I don't think I can do that because I'd have to be at about a 445 pace oh. all the way and I don't know if I've got that in me. But I don't know because I've got the heart yeah. and I've got the mental bit. You do always, just from my extensive professional running 
career. Uh, you do run faster when you're with people around you. I know. I've just... And I've you never... I've, I've never experienced... It, I've so never... You peg it. I've, if you're with 60,000 people running, you, you go faster up. than slower. But what if you yeah. set, set off rapid? You've got to watch, though. You're running to a watch. So I, but if you're I, running to a watch, you're fine. That race did the other day, up until the first hill, I was running at a 4.05 pace, and I was like, fucking hell, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to get like a serious time here. And then when I realised it was a hilly course, I was like, let's just settle into something that I can maintain uphill yeah. and downhill. You just find, you're just fine. Whatever the first minute is, it's the first mile. That's where you go guns. That's where you've got to calm yourself, isn't you it? You've got to just be the, in it. The gun goes off and you go, right, here we go, chariots for the cameras, fire. For the, for the cameras. cameras. And, that was a and bit, here he is, Craig Tinker. I, 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 I set off and I was, quite near the, I was quite near the front when I set off. I came... Um, I came 38th in this race, by the way, which is that fairly yeah, good that's going. That's good, sort out of thing. 40. Yeah. <laughs> out of about 500. So I, I set off, and so obviously I was relatively near the front, and I, I stayed with a group for probably, it was laps, that's why it was hilly. It was Heaton Park. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that massive hill at Heaton yeah. Park? Basically, I had to run up that four times, that because that, that was in the lap four times, yeah. and it was hard work so basically you're going to do 122 in the marathon <laughs> so that's the world record <laughs> quicker than Elite kachumbe but that's that the then? world record is that the... he, he did it in one he did 159 yeah is that the record is that the yeah. current record i thought they hadn't him? broken two officially he has, he has. Oh, yeah. when did he do it then berlin two years ago was it oh, did he i didn't think if they'd officially done it i didn't think it was an official time let me check where's where he it from was. kenya i've got his shoes like his shoes in the Kenyan flag. What, do you nick him? No. Oh, couldn't catch him. <laughs> right, we've got massively sidetracked here and we actually are a film podcast. As someone yeah. said on TikTok, actually, and you say that I read the comments too much, but someone do. said... Do you know what you do with comments? And I notice this. One person comments and you think that's the Everyone, world. Everyone, yeah. You go, well, mm. big news on, on... This is what they're all saying. This is what they're all saying. Be one person. Well, one guy said, all you do is fucking talk about crisps. It's meant to be a film podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The crisps have done very well. <laughs> Thank what you. What do you eat when you go to a cinema? Nachos. Not, you can't have them crisps. Popcorn. You can't have, you can't nachos, have a bag of people water. People have nachos. When people get the big old nachos, yeah. the old cheese. Crunch, yeah, crunch. You, could, you could do nachos. People go full guns, don't they? Anyway, anyway... It's it's our podcast. Yeah. Don't it is listen. our podcast. But we are going to talk about films, aren't we? Yeah. Because that is what we're here to do. Yeah. And this week's film is Coda. It's been chosen by me. Are you both ready yeah. for a synopsis? Yes. So Coda is a film that follows the character of Ruby, who is in her last year at high school, and her entire family are, are, are deaf, and she is what is called a Coda, which is a child of deaf adults. Um, her brother's also deaf, so she's the only hearing person in her family. And her family are quite big in the community. They're a fishing family, and she is responsible for translating for her family at work, translating for family in their social lives, and she's also got all of her own shit going on. Mm. And in this, she has always loved singing, and obviously, if your family can't hear you, singing is quite a difficult thing. So she tries out for the choir, and she works out, she has got a voice, and she can sing. And Coda is a film that shows her being torn between her love for singing and following her dreams and her responsibility for a family. Yep, that's good. You ended it well, though. <clears throat> you ended it well. You brought yeah, it back. You brought that, it back. That's a hard synopsis, really, and I could have got that so badly wrong, but I think I've done well there. I think you've yeah. done well, yeah. yeah. I, think what, I suppose what's interesting is, is it based on a true story? It's a remake. Okay. It, yeah, essentially, yeah. I think it's a very close-to-the-bone remake. Yeah. Apparently it's based on a French film. Yeah. yeah. And the actors that played the deaf characters yeah. in the French film yeah. were all hearing people yeah. in, oh. in real life, so yeah. they weren't deaf themselves. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like got a bit of a slant on the film. And was the book originally based? I don't know if it's a book. Okay. Well... I don't know if the French one is. Yeah. This is adapted from that film, I think. Okay, I see. Th that's kind of what I'd read. And I think that French film did very well and apparently is a very good movie. It's kind of got a slant on it because the actors are all hearing actors. They're, okay, not, deaf. they're not deaf. And I think 
And the, these ones are in the, in Coda. Yes. And then yes. the writer of Coda has gone on, seen that film, and gone, that's really good, but it's not amazing. And I think it's got the premises to be mm. amazing. So I think, you know, one thing about Coda is it hasn't been done twice because it's been done by completely different people, but yeah. it's a very good idea that some they've seen been done already. Remakes the, happen a lot, though, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And when you have a good idea, why not remake it, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there's more famous actors considering having a film podcast where you educate each other on the films you've not seen. Like, mm, it, yeah. it, mm. it, it is just mm. one of those things, isn't it? So I first watched this film when it was announced as the Oscar winner. Yeah. Because Apple bought it. Apple bought it from Sundance. They only paid £25 million. Yeah, but they spent £10 million on publicising their Oscar campaign. Who Apple did? Apple did. So there was a, not, a lot of hype yeah. about the film on the whole run-up to the Oscars. So they promoted them. And, well, essentially it worked, didn't it? Because yeah. they £20 million is quite a bit, though, for Sundance. It's, it's quite money. a bit. But they bought the full distribution yeah. rights, though. So you can't get this film on DVD. Uh, they haven't released it. Okay. You can only see it on Apple. Okay, I see. Yeah, that's quite a bit for a Sundance big, film. Big, but they'll have done well out of that purchase, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, saw it the... went up for Oscar and we're watching it and, and yeah. it's a brilliant film. But she, I was just looking up. Because the actress who plays the mum yes. won an Oscar, didn't she? For Children of a Lesser God. Yeah. Yes. Which she'd done as a play. In the 80s. In the 80s. Because I remember her from that when I was watching it. I went, ah. That's her. I remember that actress. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So it's obviously not the... It was funny though, isn't it? That they obviously went on an independent route and then it's become much more mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, because I hadn't seen him. I hadn't seen the brother or the dad before. The dad and the mum had previously worked together. <laughs> oh, had they? Yeah, I think they'd worked together in like 2005. And, oh, As a husband and yeah, wife. Yeah, and okay. he basically said in an interview, there aren't that many deaf people who have tried to pursue yeah, this, to, career. Yeah. this career. Like, yeah. And he was saying that's why... She, she then went on to say, that's why Coda is hopefully going to do so, so much because it's showing that you know, deaf people can tell their own stories. Mm. Yes. I've wanted to put this film for ages and ages and ages just because when I watched it, you know, you talk about tear jerkers and mm. stuff like that. Mm. This film really got me. Yeah. yeah. And the first time I'd seen it, I'd, I don't think I'd ever been got by a film like this got me. Mm. And I think that's why I wanted to watch it. It's a bit Billy Elliot to me. It's a bit. I don't know who said this. Someone else said it in one of their reviews. Like one of the big film critics said... It's got hints of a Disney Channel movie. Like, mm. the tale mm. has hints of that kind of... I don't know if it's because Amelia Jones is playing the lead and she's kind of of that age and she, you know, is kind of very relatable for that. It has that kind of element of that high schoolness, but also a beautiful story behind it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a bit deeper than that. There were times when it... It was a bit deeper, which I really loved, which was when we really got into why she struggled to sing, which was when she first spoke when she was at school. She was has deaf parents, so her voice yeah. was not clear. It was like she had no yeah, hearing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you do notice that the characters in Coda, the deaf characters, don't speak. No. Until no. he says... Right at the end, he talks, doesn't he? Says, yeah. go, go, go. So that was another element to why, one, it was very interesting that if she's not there, so they go out and, the, you know, if she's not there, you never really think about it. They don't hear anything. They don't hear any warnings on the boat, on the on the no. ship, do they? They don't, they can't sell their fish and whatever. And in the synopsis, when I called her Ruby, did you know that? Whereas, like, you forget that's her name, don't you? Because it's only ever... Mr. V that calls her by a name, like because obviously her parents don't speak, so you, you like I, you, I think you forget those things. But then it's so weird how well the story carries and the way the story is translated through the sign language and the subtitles. And it, yeah, I mean, I think that that I suppose that that to me is they're very expressive. Yeah, so it's not like they're, they're very talented actors. Yeah, yeah, so it's not like I didn't ever, to be honest. I forgot that part. If you see what I mean, yeah. it became more about 
a young girl growing up and these parents grow and how they've grown up and applied their fears to her yeah. about the outside world, what their fears were and what her fears were for them. Yeah. So as much as they didn't want her to go or whatever, she realised that she felt she couldn't let them go. And then actually the reverse went, you have to go. We have to do this now for ourselves. Yeah. So that was very interesting. But I didn't mm. feel at any point I was losing... If anything, actually, it enhances what you're watching, yeah, doesn't def- it? I mean, it, you know, it's a subtitled movie in a way, but it's so engaging and it's so interesting to watch, and it, it, it's a very different way of telling the story that works. Yeah, and also what I felt was they built on, especially at the end, so she she goes through, doesn't she? We haven't really talked about it, but you see, you see her opening and she's fishing. Yeah. Amelia Jones spent nine months learning American yeah. Sign Language. She then went on to learn how to fish because obviously she had to look at yeah, how yeah. she was fishing. And the entire family obviously studied yeah. fishing, but they had to keep to the rules and regs of the fishing port. Yeah. So they were only allowed 10 people on a boat. Mm. And if you think there's three of them, yeah. so then your crew, yeah. it's a skeleton crew, yeah. that, isn't it? You've yeah, only got yeah, seven yeah, people yeah. on that boat. Sound, camera, yeah. director. And because they were filming for so long, they had to have an inspector on the boat with them at some point. To make sure everything Yeah, you know, was, like, right. they do in the film. Yeah. So they had to have someone out with them yeah. to check. So it, it was... It so was, it was like life imitating art. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so you were saying that but fishing just, family. Yeah, they start off with the fishing, but also, I mean, look, it's, it weaves a lot of stories. The quotas are going down for fish. Yeah. They can't make any money. He's then worried about, is he going to have to sell a boat? He then, you know, what I thought they did really, really well was then he realised that he doesn't know what he's selling his fish for. She's doing it. She's doing it. And are they ripping him off? And when she walks past and someone's getting £3 and the brother's getting £2.50. Yeah. You know, but I think that that kind of is the thing, isn't it? That Ruby has so much pressure on herself from being a teenager at the age she's at school boys yeah next step as in and she's got to look after her brother her dad and Uh, her her mum and she's running a business Mm. yeah and her mum i like that relationship with her mum because all her mum does is slag off people who can hear yeah Yeah. because she's be she's obviously had a lifetime of abuse from people calling her deaf or whatever so she's just grown up not liking anybody who can hear and become insular that's the thing the family become insular yeah and she was insular, but the daughter breaks out into this yeah. other place. And yeah. actually, they don't need to be insular slows. They no. all realise they can be out. Yeah. In this film, there's three stunning scenes for me. Scenes that really, really got me. The scene where the mother and daughter are sat on the bed. Yeah. yeah. And she says... That's when she basically says, I prayed you were Do you wish deaf. I was deaf? Yeah. And she says... And you don't expect to say, you expect the mum to be like, no, of course not. Yeah, You're perfect. And, she, went, and she went, yeah, yeah, I did. And it's like just that conversation and the thought that has gone into this script. Like Ben said, there's a lot of story in there. It almost follows eight stories and ties it into one whole. It is picture. a bit like like Billy having to leave yeah. Newcastle mm. to go to the ballet. Or she's it, there's that dream bit. Because I disagree slightly when you said it's like a Disney movie. Yeah, on a peripheral way. It mm. was um, there's a lot of la- lot more layers to it. It was Mark Kermode who said Kermode. that. Yeah, I, I think it's much more than that. Do you think? I think it's much more than Could. that. Much more new and nuanced. The second scene that I loved was when they go to a concert and she's singing for the first time in front of the crowd. And obviously, as an audience, we're all like, oh, yeah, this is so good. And then the sound cuts. And you completely... I think that's You're in their world then, aren't you, as an audience? It's the first time in the film you are. You are. You you watch along and you go, I get it, I get it. It must be so hard. It must be so weird. And then you're in that world and you're like, fuck. And all he does to work out if she can sing, he just looks at everybody else's reaction. Jack, it's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. It's all you can do. Yeah. And then the scene that follows on from that, which I always, before Ben watched this scene, I was like, before Ben watched this film, I was like, there's one scene that will break you. And that scene where they're both sat on the pickup truck and he says, can you just sing to me? And he holds a throat to feel the vibrations. That, I just went and I cried this time. (laughs) Just went. He's crying now. He's crying now. Yeah. I didn't go on that bit. 
Did you not? No. When did you go? At the very end, when she's signing the song to them. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Both sides now. When she, when she forgets that she's performing. And she just and wants just, them to know. She just, just wants them yes, to hear. But she's talking to them through song and sign. And I, I, that was the moment I was like, God, that's really good. That's really good. And they get both sides that she's brilliant and they're understanding what she's singing. And the song is both sides. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so Clouds. I was like, yeah, it's really, that was really well done. Yes. And the did, performances are amazing. Did it make you cry? I think it did the first time I watched it. What bit? Um, the truck, the yeah. holding on. I suppose it's his reaction. He's amazing. It's his he's, expression yeah. that makes you go that he's now for the first time hearing his daughter sing yes. yeah. through holding on to her voice. Yes. And he's such a larger than life character, isn't he, throughout the entire yeah. film? And he's obviously had that scene where he picks him up from school and he's listening to rap music unbelievably yes. loud because he likes the yeah. vibrations. Yeah. I think we talked about it before on this podcast. He won Best Supporting Actor yeah. for this film. Yeah. And I said before, usually if you win Best Supporting Actor, usually it comes down to one scene. Yeah. Fundamentally yes. in the yeah. film. And I think it's that scene. Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. Yeah, it probably is. Because before that, yeah. Yeah, And then good. that one scene, and then you're that like, one. yeah. But before that, he's a comedy character. Yeah. But he's a very, very good... Th- that's oh, the no, thing. no, no. They're, the elements they're all of good. Com- mm. The elements of comedy, the elements of story, and then the elements of heartbreak in this film... I just at such a high level. And, but actually, did you notice as she's singing and he grabs her throat? So the problem she had was pushing the voice out. Yeah. Because she's always kept the voice in. Yeah. Because she's been signing so long. Yeah. So once he grabs the throat, that allows her to release her voice. So then when she's in the audition, mm. she can release it. So it had twofold in that scene. Okay. One, he could hear it. Two, she could feel what it's like to have to release that song properly because he's holding her throat. If you don't let it vibrate within your throat and in your chest, you can't project anything. If you're trying to project from the back of your throat, it's not going to happen. It has to be your whole body. So once he holds her throat and there, it's forcing Mm. her. So then when she comes to the audition, the clarity of sound, it's like when you hear an opera singer, the clarity is extraordinary because the whole of them is singing. Mm. So that bit, I thought, God, that's really, really clever. Mm. Mm. So, for me, big question this. So when I was watching it this time around, and it's the second time I've watched it, I was thinking, obviously, about the podcast, a podcast in mind, which gave me the question of who would we be, the classic Mm. question. And actually, I was like, well, it's not who would we be, because I know exactly who you'd say I am. I sent you a picture of him. You're Ruby. No, I'm the one guy in the choir, aren't I? I mean, I liked him. He I was mean, I liked him. Yeah, he was good. good. He had a little Happy birthday. Yeah. He came so on good. and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. he's guns. Yeah. yeah. He's going, have you had a Like, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I've got one line. My yeah, question yeah. is, out of you two, who is most like Mr. V? Because I was like, it's I was Ben, like it's Ben, that. it's Ben. See, and then I was, I was like, no, it's Jack. I was like that as a teacher. I was quite strict. But when, there, I, when I was a, a yeah. drama teacher, there was an element where he danced, and he danced just like yeah, you. Yeah, and but then he's also just like. But you. I wouldn't take any shit. So if they did dick about, I would yeah. like proper come down hard on them. Yeah. So I was a bit like that. I was a bit strict as well. I would have a laugh, fine, but I was I cracked the whip a bit. He's great, isn't he? He he's, is good. You know, I do like him. He's very good. He's he's excellent when he deliberately mucks up the piano. Yeah. 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 He's excellent. Yeah. Uh, and it's a really good payoff that they sneak in and then he goes, right, you know, you're going to have to perform. There's so much... I remember that I remember that feeling when I auditioned for drama school. Yeah. That if you were from London, you are auditioning in London, you were getting on the tube from your house and that's all it meant. Going alone. If I got in, I'm 300 mile away. Yeah. I'm done. I'm living in the big city oh, this is the big move. This is me going. And you could feel that. There's a lot behind her in that audition. Everyone else went. The lad she sort of fancies chokes at the audition because yeah. it, it doesn't mean as much or whatever. And, I yeah, I like that bit at the end. He was he was a really good character. It worked so well, those I liked two. that. Yeah. I liked him. I was watching it with the full family, sister-in-law, girlfriend, mother-in-law. And sister-in-law noticed something that I should have picked up on. Um, being like an actor and a, a weird thing, she went, do you see that? That was weird. I went, you know when they're rehearsing in the bedroom 
Yeah. Yeah. And they're singing, and they go, should we stand face yeah. to face? And she goes, oh my God, this is yeah. awkward. And, and he goes, should we go back to back? Yeah. You notice how they went back to back? She crossed in front of him. Yeah, took his shot. And she, t- to take his shot and yeah. stand in front so the camera could s- still stay on the same Rather shot. Rather than turning yeah. around. Rather than what yeah. you would instantly do and both of you just turn around. Yes. Because it's yeah. about her. Because they wanted, the director obviously yes. wanted just to stay on the yeah. shot. Yeah, 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 shot. yeah. But it was just an unnatural thing. Yeah, if someone yeah, says, yeah. should we turn back to back? What do you yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You turn back to back. Yeah. But they didn't, they no, crossed him. Anyway, that was just yeah, a small yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. And then it's interrupted by their parents having sex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is when the comedy element works because it kind of, you know, it it it's, it makes. I don't light know whether that did work. So, yeah, do you I, not think it? Uh, there were moments where I thought it's a bit forced. I think forced obviously for she's me. just tried to get some comedy in there as well. Like deaf people can't hear how much how loud they are. Or, I yeah, don't know. I didn't need that. I didn't. I did didn't you not? Need no, that, but I love the moment. I'm sure a lot of people. What yeah, about the it's a bit slapstick? Yes, the translator scene in the doctors didn't need that interesting i was like i don't know the story was kind of like a beautiful story yeah i didn't need the other bits where i was like she's talking about yeah her dad having i can see what the writers that maybe they've just thought we just need it to be a little bit light and not all of it to be doom and gloom maybe then you'd think to yourself wouldn't you just go in with the pen and paper didn't you? Did you like the um, the element of them setting up a business as a family and them d- having their own roles in community? Eventually, you know, the brother. I thought what was very interesting was the historical nature of his family fishing. Yeah. So it's all he knew. Mm. So he'd been taken on boats probably all his life, and I thought that that was interesting. That that is what they do. Yeah. And then that's going, going from there. Yeah. And the fact that I'd never thought, I'd, until that inspector goes on the boat, I'd never thought about it. No. Yeah. If you, you can't, can't answer the radio. No. If you don't see the red lights, you, yeah. and then the Coast Guard bit was actually very, very good because it gave me a shock. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, it's full Oh, on. they're on, Oh, yeah. fuck, they're on. And you, yeah. like, they pull up in that boat. They're all yeah. looking around. No. You, get, Boom. you feel so hurt by the inspector, don't you? For, yeah. Like... And you feel, I really felt for them, but then I yeah. loved the bit when the sun runs off and turns around and she goes, look, I'm not going to go. And he goes, and he's I like, can do this. Yeah, that go. Go. Have together. Yeah. That, to me, was one of the best scenes. Yeah, him and her. Because he was fantastic. Him and her, yeah. And everything I needed from him was in that was, let me have a go. Yeah, yeah, let yeah, me yeah, be yeah. here and take my space. Mm. I'm the older brother. Yes. You're, the, you're the younger yes. one. We were fine yes. until you came along. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't infantilise us. It was that... He felt infantilised by us. So they all were growing. Yeah. That's what I liked, is that they all had a growing part in this film, didn't they? All the characters. The dad had to let her go. The mum became integrate integrate with with everybody. The brother took on the business and she got to have her dream, which was to go and sing. She might go back to the boat. Yeah. It might not work out, but she will have always known. Yeah. She had a go. She had a go. We're going to take a quick break whilst we set sail and get some fish. And we're going to come back from fishing and Jesus. we're going to give our ratings. Ropey link. <laughs> Ropey link. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, it was choppy, them seas, <laughs> oh, wasn't it? Ill. Choppy seas. A vast. Port out. Port, what is it? Port out, starboard home. I don't know. Port side. Port starboard, side. isn't it? So you, you, you love a ship. You're, you're, you're always great fishing. on a ship. Yeah, you are. Sailed, mate, sailed all the way around Greece. Horrible. <laughs> oh, the, when it goes up and down. Are you ready? Ready. So hard, this one. So hard. Why? Because he's hard? thinking, do I go big? Well, that's no, what I, he's I, thinking. I, I, he's going big. Well, is he going nine or a ten? That's the thing, is I was convinced it was a ten. Convinced. And now I don't know if you've put me off it. With the comedy ten, thing. Slightly. Why have we put you off? It was just not right for us, but it was right for you. I do love it, and it has elements of everything I loved as a child in a film, and it also can touch you emotionally, which I've not had that before in a film, and I haven't had it You since. do. You do have that on your film. You have cried before at films. It's not the only film you've no, ever cried but I at. think this is the only film where I've been meant to cry when I cry. What's that mean? You know, like, for you example, when you were like, like... the happy bits. You know, when you were like... When Hannah is, it is doing it the hoedown throwdown and I'm crying. It's not, you're not meant to cry, but I can't help it. It's normally the happy bits. Whereas you'd be like, Kramer versus Kramer, you get ready. And right, I, okay. Like, like I, but do you know what? A lot of people don't find that film emotional at all. But it, it does for me. But anyway, yeah. So you're saying in these bits you cried when everybody cries. And that is. I suppose the well, saying that though, me and Ben cried at different points. I suppose points. the definition for you, whether it's a nine or a ten, is that film at a ten, is that affecting you more, and in a deeper way than most of the films you've ever seen? Yeah. And it is. Yeah. So then the definition, it's got it. It's right up there because I I can't really work out what would be more for you. Film is. It's all about how it hits you in your heart, isn't it? Mm. And it mm. hit you in your heart. Because I remember you talking about this and going... The first time I watched... One, fir- it was music. Two, it's that story that you... Kind of story that you love. The first time I watched it, I was blown away. Like, as in, no doubt it was a 10. Whereas this time, I'm like, is it a 10? <laughs> yeah, but I think you've got to... I think you're thinking too much about I'll that. give it a 10. Jack? Nine for me. I think it's a great story. Great story about family and growing and changing, adapting. Yeah, I think I think it's really good. What would it have to do to get into the 9.1s uh, or the 9.2s? I suppose I'd have to keep coming back. It's a film I've seen twice now. Um, You'd have to get something different every time you came back. Yeah, uh, well, not, not so much that, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I suppose I'd have to... It'd have to mean something more. I don't know. It's okay. like it's weird, but yeah. But I think nine's fair. I yeah. think the thing with the slapstick is a little bit forced. Like Ben said, I'm not sure it was needed, but I can see why the writers put it in. If she was maybe getting pressure that she needed some light humour in, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, could have been forced a little bit because she uh, she had no knowledge of sign language. I don't think before this. I think she was just trying to reference ways that being deaf can be challenging for someone who can yeah. hear, I think. You know, I think she yeah. was trying to reference situations that could only really happen if your parents were deaf and you were a coder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just didn't I didn't think they were examples. Nine. Twenty-eight. Yeah, I think any more and yeah, yeah. I think that's completely fair. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on exactly the same as Jack. Exactly the same. Good, really good, really affecting. Great performances. Yeah, I don't think they did need that slapstick bit or whatever. I was moved anyway. You two almost both could have preferred a more guns on being emotional film than trying to. I just found. I found those everyone. bits. Yeah, I just. 
I suppose what I love, I, I, the I like it when the comedy's subtle, like the guy singing the happy birthday song. How he's he's not doing it for a laugh. He thinks he's he's an incredibly good yeah. singer, and he is a good singer. But it, it's just his demeanour. The bit, how he comes uh, the bit out for of me that was the, the bit that wasn't trite that I thought I wonder how much that happens is when the music teacher tries to sign to them. And he signs wrong. Yeah. He signs yeah. something like, yeah. fuck nice off Nice to something. fuck you. Yeah. And yeah, I thought, yeah. you know, the dad took it very well yeah. and went, don't like worry. he sees it a million ha- times. Happens all the time. And I thought, crikey, that's really saying something. Someone's yeah. tried, but it's not what you're signing. Yeah. And actually, that was a moment for me that really added into the film that I thought, crikey, yeah. that must happen. Yeah. Someone goes, oh, I know a bit of sign yeah, language. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and you, you know don't. that the last shot in the film, the poster, that? Yeah. Do you know what that means? No. I love you. The, oh, it's like she's the driving rock. away. That's what that means. Yeah. She's driving away. She, I love she you. interlocks her index You have finger, to cross them, don't you? Yeah, which means I really love you. Does it actually? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is it actually? I tell you what, I did, a genuine fact? No, it's a genuine I did, fact. I'll tell you what I did like as well, is when they were arguing and the Lee girl was arguing and talking, how much the sign added... To the scene, to the emotion, how emotional it can get and fast. It really added something to me. It added another layer that was like, crikey, like when she was signing at the end with a song. One of the loveliest scenes was when she he said, what's singing to you? And she, and she says signed it. Yeah, it. Yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah, say yeah. it. Yeah, she, and that was the, that mm. bit for me, I was like, oh, that's got me. Mm. And she just did that beautiful little bit of and sign. It, come, yeah. yeah, I thought that's fantastic filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. Very good. 28, very good. Two Colson picks at the top of the leaderboard. How long will it last? Fucking Jesus you've Christ. Gone, you've gone like... High tension, not up there, no. No. I think it's robbed. I think shame, it's robbed. It? High tension. Every time I look at that, I think, this podcast... League's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> good night, Mr. Tom at top. We're 30 out of 30. Before we find out what Ben has got us all watching next week, Jack... When we came into the studio, you went, I've got it, big gem, big gem. I said it's a good one, and it, do you know what? It is a good gem. It's a film. Yeah. It's on your Sky Movies. Yeah. So it's also on your Now TV. Yeah. A couple of hours long, I think it is. It's weird name. It's called Tullesley. Tull, T-O. T-O? Name. It's not just your pronunciation. Uh, Tullesley. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Too so that is, a, that is your pronunciation. Have you put it into one word? To Leslie. To Leslie, yeah. So it's to so Leslie. T-O, yeah. then the yeah. second word's Leslie, yeah. which is the name, obviously. It's basically about this woman. I don't think it's a true story. Yeah. A woman in middle America yeah. wins the lottery, and it looks a bit like the early 80s. Wins the lottery. Not a huge amount, but it's like 200 grand. Yeah. So back then, it's big, yeah. yeah? And she's going to have a whale of a time. Yeah. And she does. She basically sort of squanders it all away, basically. Yeah. She drinks it away. Oh, is this what she got nominated for the Oscar for? She might have done. It is. Andrea Risper. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Did, was she nominated just? Just nominated. So, really interesting. She was just nominated Best Actress. The film is meant to be amazing, but did nothing at the box office, did it? Did, it did nothing. Like, 22,000. She is really good, isn't it, to yeah. be fair? She is really good. It's a really good film. Really touching. Really sad. If you're up for that, watch it. Yeah. It's, it, is, it is quite interesting, really. Really good performances from her, from the lad who plays her son. So the film wasn't Oscar nominated, but she was. But she, she was. was. So the film made, like, $30,000. Okay. It just wasn't seen, but then... There was a whole load of people that started to tweet about it, push it and go... So so there's a bit of controversy that she got nominated. However, it is meant to be an amazing performance. Yeah, she is really good. She is really good. Yeah. That's the gem. And that's the gem. And that's on Sky now. And it's on Now TV. To Leslie. Brilliant. I have seen it on Sky. It's the home page on Sky. Oh, is it? Oh, well, there you go. There you go. To Leslie. Next week, it's your third pick. film choice of the series. Yep. What have we got? Complete left field. I had no clue what I was going to pick. We all haven't seen it. It's new. I've got no clue what it's like. So I just thought, fuck it. <laughs> Shazam 2. <laughs> Shazam 2. Uh, Tetris. 
Okay. Oh. Apple TV. Apple TV. Apparently, the real story of Tetris is just out of this world. Zone. Yeah. It's, it's not a series. Be... No. Film. It's a film. film. Taron Edgerton. Yeah, Taron's in it. It's all over, to be fair, it's all over podcasts. It's probably an advert in this podcast because at the moment... So I, did, oh. I just thought, what should I pick? That's current. That, yeah. It's current. It's on the Ida Apple telly. And do you know what? I quite fancied watching it. Yeah. Apparently, the story is like, you can't believe that's the story of how right, Tetris okay. was. Great. So there we go. Tetris. We'll do that. And if you want more Sofa Cinema Club, remember that we have Patreon, which is our paid-for subscription platform. And remember, the people who join us on Patreon, they get a job in our film studio slash production company slash cinema they get a job for supporting us on the old Patreon, don't they? Yes. And interestingly, Jack, I've employed two people straight off the back, but they're kind of working together. And obviously Ben doesn't get involved in the hiring and the firing anymore, does he? No, he doesn't. And I've got two people joining us, and you've got two people joining us, haven't you? Yes. Mine are important. Mm, they're Im- No, they are important, <laughs> and you can um and ah all you want, sh- but... a load of shit. In the production house, mm. we've got a big thing about keeping our artists happy in their <laughs> off time, and we also have a big thing in making sure that they can perform the best they can possibly perform. And we've been doing a few sports movies recently, so oh, I've no. had to bring in some consultants of the sports. So the cricketing consultant is David Goff, Goffy. Goffy's our cricketing consultant, oh, so... Dear. I'm so sorry. <laughs> David. I'm really sorry. Welcome to the David. team. How many times has David heard that, though? <laughs> All right, Goffy. All right, Goffy. Well, you're playing you go, cricket. you go Van Gogh? Yeah. No, you go isn't he more famous than... Darren Goff? Yeah. No yeah. one's more famous than Darren Goff. Talk Spot Live. Not Van Gogh. <laughs> and anyway... <laughs> you know, the lad who did the paintings. Now, we, we, we do, we're doing another film around sports, Does so obviously... David call himself Goff, or Goffy. is he Go? Goffy. He calls himself Goffy. No, I'm on about this guy, the Patreon member. It'd be interesting. Does he call himself Go or Goff? Goff. I've asked him. I asked him in his interview. David? I asked him in his interview. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You, well, you were there. Oh, when have you it? interviewed him? He's talking shit. He's <laughs> making a it's joke real. out of it. Like he's from HR. The oh. joke, that joke's fucking gone. That's gone. And then the other sporting consultant that we need is a big one, and there was debates as to, to what what side of the sport we needed in making this film. Did did we need someone who was working in union or did we need someone who was working in league? Then we just decided... Oh, that, this is shit. <laughs> then we this just decided shit. we need a head of kicking the sticks. <laughs> and oh that goes to Rhea Wilkinson. What do you mean? What the fuck what? do you mean? Head what? of kicking sticks? Yes. What the hell's that mean? Johnny Wilkinson! <laughs> Why kicking what? sticks? <laughs> Rugby. He's kicking a fucking ball. Kicking the sticks. Kicking the ball over the sticks. That's what they call it, kicking the sticks. I've never oh, heard that in my life. piss poor. You, you're meant to like your rugby. Don't cheat and start I'm looking not. at the... You are. You can't help yourself. I'm going to have to pick <laughs> different places now. I'm doing ET while you're talking shit about Patreon people. You're cheating. <laughs> you're looking at how many people are in each thing. So I'm delighted to welcome to the team Raya Wilkinson as head of kicking the sticks. What about head of razors? And... Yeah. And <laughs> David right. Goff as head of cricket, cricketing consultant. Jack, you've got two people to welcome to the team. Who have you got? We've got a gift shop on site now selling, you know, T-shirts, hats, things like that. We also have a sweet counter, confectionery and chocolate and pick and mix and stuff. New girl on there is Trudy Hayes. She's head of confectionery. Oh, it's just simple. It's just simple, it's Ben. Simple. I'm, like I'm, 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 I'm Thank you for pulling back. because I'm, I'm done think- with the bullshit. It's, yeah. Do you know what? It's no, because it, you, you've, you've it gets gone me too down far a bit. Now. You've gone too far. Kicking yeah. the sticks. You're kicking the sticks. <laughs> uh, who else? You know, sometimes at end of French films, it says like thin for yeah. like love. End. Yeah, and it also love can be represented by a heart, can't it? Yeah. So head of credits is thin heart. Happy. Yeah, I think the whole thing's a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. Well, thank you very much for getting on the Patreon and supporting us. All those people, they've they've got a job, which they're very happy about. Because Barely. They, they, they Barely. Some, some good Barely. Guy, guy kick. Tell you, gonna, you what. Imagine you went for a job interview. Get our kick sticks. Got, what, do you, what, do, what do you do in the business? 
In the film business, I kick sticks. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, no. Oh, hello. They kick sticks. Yeah. She's on three days a week. Is on like Invincibles film. <laughs> yeah, just what? What are your credits, Invincibles? <laughs> well, they don't just get their name read out on a job. They also get access to our Patreon, which is where you find ad-free episodes of Sofa Cinema Club and a monthly special. We're releasing our newest Patreon episode at the end of this month, so make sure you sign up now at www.patreon.com forward slash Sofa Cinema Club. So, you're ready for it when it comes out? Well, that's all for this week's Sofa Cinema Club. Next week, we're back where we're talking all things Tetris. Mm. Until then, bye. No. Bye. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favourite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behaviour creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast.